When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Umar Ahmed for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. We're at the BT Tower. Massive deal uh, with BT and Ultimate Boxer. Your thoughts, uh, Paulie Malinaji? Uh, my thoughts are, you know, uh, obviously boxing is a, a sport where I'm, that I'm very passionate about. And I think if you're passionate about the sport, you're passionate about the fighters, right? And so I think... Um, the, the platform Ultimate Boxer has given these prospects who have maybe flown below the radar, who haven't really been known as hot prospects, but had the talent, who just couldn't get themselves in front of the proper eyeballs, now have given themselves the opportunity to get in front of the proper eyeballs, right? And so with, with uh, Ultimate Boxer now coming with this big TV deal with BT, it only adds more eyeballs to the, to, the, to the product of Ultimate Boxer. And of course, that just creates more opportunity for these prospects. It's sort of a, a domino effect. And uh, obviously... Uh, um, the, the, the prize is being seen at your best by all the right people so that you can further your career in, in a way that you, know, you were having trouble doing before that and, and getting in front of the right eyes. What do you make of the, the product? Friday night, um, younger audience, it's trying to hit. It's different. It's different, but I think you, that's what you need. You, know, you don't want to compete with the big pay-per-view fights. You, know, you don't want to compete with the big championship fights. I have no problem thinking of Friday as sort of the prospect night and Saturday as the championship night. You know, uh, I think in the U.S. we used to have that when the old Friday Night Fights concept, you know, where ESPN used to have the Friday Night Fights concept, and it was more up-and-coming fighters, fighters who were you know, going to be maybe stars of tomorrow or guys who are mid-level contenders trying to break through to the top-level contenders, contenders. You know, I fought there uh, on those shows early on in my career, you know, before I broke into the high level. You know, so, so I think, um, you know, it's a, it's a thing where, you know, uh, uh, Friday Night fits, uh, it fits the bill, uh, Friday Night fits the younger audience, and uh, it fits for this prospect type of thing. Paulie, can I get your reaction to Errol Spencer's win over Marky Garcia on the weekend? Uh, very dominant display from Errol. Yeah, I thought uh, it was a terrific display. I think the, the prevalent thinking going into the fight was that uh, Errol was going to be too big for Mikey. But and sure, late in the fight, he showed his, the physicality what could wear down Mikey. But really, uh, what I was most impressed with was the early part of the fight where he didn't even make it a physical fight. Almost like he chose to say, you know what, I'm going to show you guys that I'm actually better than this guy first. I'm going to outbox him thoroughly. And then in the second half of the fight, I'm going to show him that he made a mistake by jumping up all these weight classes and show him that a bigger man is also a problem. So I don't think he made it a physical fight fight as early as I would have thought he would have wanted to but it's possible that he did that just to prove a point you know and uh, he really uh, he made I mean to me he made that point you know because Mikey's an excellent fighter uh, but this would have been a fight where even if Errol was a natural lightweight he would have dominated it because he was head and shoulders above Mikey even in, in the in the in the skill department early in the fight and that was where really he showed his class you know say late in the fight he's making it a physical fight you say okay this is the arrow we expect that he's a big guy and he's going he's really taking it to the smaller guy but early in the fight and, and credit to Mikey for, for hanging hang in there by the way you know because he took some a, bit, a lot of punishment late in that fight but but early in the fight uh, when it was uh, just a pure boxing match he was really really uh, just showing the levels that he's at and he was levels above Mikey which and, and that says a lot because Mikey's a very high level fighter 
Manny Pacquiao got in the ring after Errol was very vocal and wanting that fight next. Does that fight interest you? You know, it could. You know, I think Manny is uh, is a guy who showed his uh, he still has a lot left with the Broner fight. You know, one in a dominating fight. Um, so you know, obviously, people want to see Manny against uh, some of these high level guys. I think. Listen. Whether you say it interests you or not, you're going to watch that fight because Manny's a big name and Errol's the, the, one of the up-and-coming guys who, want, who are looking to become big stars and people kind of kind of pen him as one of the future stars of the sport, you know? So I think this is sort of a, of a changing of the guard kind of fight, you know? Uh, Manny still has a big following and he's still coming up with some very key wins to keep him re relevant. And uh, Errol obviously is uh, in the prime of his career uh, dominating very high-level opposition like he just did over the weekend. So uh, I think the fight makes sense, and it's going to make dollars and cents, obviously, too. Moving on, uh, Deontay Wilder has been talking to the zone. Rumors are that he's rejected the $100 million deal for three fights. Uh, your reaction to that? You know, listen, uh, the, I think the politics of the of the sport make things a lot more complicated than people realize. You know, there were a couple, it was about a year ago where people were criticizing Joshua for turning down a $50 million deal from Deontay Wilder. I don't think it's just to do with money here in these situations. When it comes to Fury, Wilder, and Joshua, there's a protective barrier they have by having a deal with their own network. You know, you 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 prevent, you force guys to come to you. You you avoid getting robbed. You avoid, you know, you avoid the politics being not in your favor. And, and that's very important when you're at a high level to, to kind of uh, not have a deal with the negative politics of, of, of the sport, you know? So when you're protected by having your own network deal, it, it, it puts you in a, in a higher pedestal, you know? And I think, I think that's more the complication of this. As, as protected as the fighters are from having their own deal, it hurts the ability to hurts the ability to make these fights in a, in, a, in the sense that the fans want to see them. You know, fans don't understand the business. Fans only understand the sport. And um, as athletes, we want to be part of the sport, but unfortunately, we also have to look out for us ourselves business-wise. And people are going to say, oh, "What are you talking about business-wise? It's a hundred million dollar deal." Yes, of course. But when you've got Deontay's team in his ear promising other things, you don't know what he what he will be turning down. You know, maybe there's possibly other things that, that are there at, at the Fox Showtime platform that, that he may not be able to get at the zone. You know, they're mainly and 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 prime and, and first and foremost, you know, the protection he has from having his own deal there. You know what I'm saying? Well he is the premier guy there, you know, as opposed to if he goes to the zone, you know, it's a it's a battle with him and Joshua and you're obviously you're fighting it out, you know, or, or at ESPN where it's Fury, you know. So so I think uh I think there's a lot more to the politics than than just the uh, than just the the money, you know. But of course, money has a lot to do with it as well. Of course, he did say in a recent interview though that he is the man in the division. He holds all the keys now. Considering Joshua has uh, the majority of the belts, Fury unlocked uh, the doors against Klitschko. Do you think them comments are, are justifiable from Deontay? I think Deontay is rightfully saying the things he believes in himself, you know? Um, but I think any of the other heavyweights have a right to say that as well, you know? So so I, I think Joshua has a right to say that. I think Fury has a right to say that. And of course, Deontay has a right to say that. I don't, I don't, I don't really criticize that th thought process, that line of thinking, because if you're in his position, you have to think that way and uh, you have to feel that way, you know, because it's part of the confidence of being the fighter at, at a world-class level. And uh, I think he has a right to have that conversation. And whether you agree with him or not, it's not like he's totally out of line by saying it. Listen, he's one of the main heavyweights in the world, so it's, it's, he's not out of line by saying it, but, but you know, he's, he's also obviously saying it from a personal standpoint as well. Obviously, he's, he's going to be biased towards himself, as any of us would be towards ourselves, right? Of course. Just want to go uh, talk about your mate quickly, Conor McGregor. Um, I think it was five or six days ago in Miami, he got arrested um, for punching, I think someone my age, a British guy. Um, did you see that? 
No, I didn't see that. That's funny because I was actually down there uh, right after that. Um, I didn't see that. I, I mean, I heard about it, obviously. Uh, I don't think he hit anybody. I think it was more so that he just smashed the guy's phone, you know, um, or he took the guy's phone because he took a selfie or something. Listen, that happens to me all the time. We're leaving arenas, guys jump in front of you trying to take a selfie, uh, trying to, you know, uh, leave the fight. A lot of times that happens to me. I've never done that. Listen, you know, there's there, there comes a point where you have to show your class. This guy has a lot of fans. Uh, he should probably be more appreciative to his fans. You know, most of them will never meet him. Um, He'll, uh, if you kiss his ass good enough, he'll be nice to you, but you got to really be a, an, ass, an ass kisser, otherwise he won't be nice to you. And so, um, you know, when you approach him, if you want to lower yourself and diminish yourself to the point of ass kissing, he'll give you the picture and he'll, you know, he'll feel like he's superior to you, you know? But if you go up to him like a normal person or just want to take your phone out and take a selfie, sure, you know, he'll, uh, he'll break your phone, you know? And I think, you know, people at, at a certain point have to realize, you know, what a dickhead this guy is. I've seen some reports as well saying that he's considering a return to boxing. Your thoughts on that? Um, I don't know. It's possible. You know, we'll see. Uh, um, I, I I think people have seen his level of boxing, and you know, we'll see what uh, what, what he comes up with. You never know with Conor McGregor. You know, he's paying him enough money, he'll he'll take a good beating for anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, he won't even take a good beat. He'll find a way to quit. But at least he'll let you beat him up. You know, he's sort of like a like, like a hooker or a prostitute. You know, he'll she'll let you do an, uh, anything of what you want as long as you pay her enough money. You pay Conor enough money, you can smack him all over the place as much as you want. We've seen that already. Fair enough, Paulie. Um, thank you very much for talking to IFL TV, and uh, we'll catch up soon. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.